Vegetarian Zen, episode number 40 and fabulous. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. And we might have some cat noise in the back because normally we have them out and about when we're recording our podcast. But today, because we don't separate the dog, I mean, we don't keep the dog and the cat together, cats together, we ended up taking like a two hour nap and they were out in the house and um, our dog was away in her kennel. And so we didn't want to put her away again. So the cats are in their cat suite right now, and I think they're going to start to tell us that they're unhappy about that. Yeah, probably. So you may hear, especially Jake in the background a little bit, going, let me out, let me out. And what's up with that two-hour nap? That was great. It was (laughs) awesome. awesome. And it's like, you know, when you take a nap like that, and I mean, we laid down for a little bit because we were tired, but I don't think either of us meant to sleep for two hours. But when you take a nap like that, it's because you need it. Yeah. And we knew we were going to be recording and we, we had a lot of things that we were working on today. So I thought, I thought I'll just lie down for like 30 minutes and two hours later. And we woke up, it was seven o'clock. But the good news is we're both very energetic right now. So ho- hopefully this will, this show will reflect that. Okay. In today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen podcast, we're going to be kind of picking up where we left off uh, in our last podcast, where we talked a little bit about meal uh, pr- uh, preparing, and this time we're going to be talking about meal planning. Oh. And I came across some really cool tool- tools in preparation for this podcast that I can't wait to share with you. So why is this so important? Because we oftentimes end up spending a lot of money and not getting the best food, nutritionally speaking, when we don't plan. And we are, we very much know that, right, Larissa? Yes, yes. This is something that we've struggled with um, the entire time that we've been together, pretty much. And now our our eating habits have changed drastically over 12 years. You know, I mean, we went from eating Pop-Tarts for breakfast as we ran out the door. And Krispy Kremes. Yeah, <laughs> to, to much better today. But planning has always been an issue for us, both of us. Well, it is. And you, we, you get caught up in your week, right? You get caught up with things and you're just looking for things that are quick and fast. And this is why it's so important to get a good plan ahead of time and help put yourself in a really good position for the week. Because once the week gets going, it's it's going. It. <laughs> okay, but first, I am so excited that we have some listener feedback. So let's go ahead and listen to that. Uh, this is from Alina mm-hmm. and she comes, she's one of our listeners in Tennessee. So let's see what Alina has to say. All right. Hi, Vicki and Larissa. This is Alina. I'm all called up watching your podcast, and so far my favorite episode is number 26, where y'all talk about the list coaching plan, which I joined this week. I love the Muppet sing-along and the reference to Ma and Pa Kettle. Here in Middle Tennessee, we have a restaurant called The Egg and I. It is really good. I found Vegetarian Zen after watching the movie Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. I'm unable to finish watching Vegucated. It is best that I don't put those images in my head. 
and I have yet to see forks over knives. I wanted to just throw out a couple recipe ideas for you, Larissa. Um, like sweet and salty bars, peanut bars where they're sweet and salty, and fresh ginger snaps. I hope y'all have a wonderful time, and I will definitely talk to y'all again. Bye! Well, that was awesome. Yes, thank you, Alina. Thanks for sending that in. Now, Alina is someone who uh, we've kind of been emailing back and forth with. Yeah, it was really cool. She sent us some questions that she Mm -hmm. had, and that's awesome to hear that she joined our Lyft plan. So those of you who aren't very familiar with our Lyft plan, it is uh, something that is out on the site lyft.do, and Larissa and I created this as a way for non-vegetarians and vegans just to start to incorporate more healthy uh, plant-based foods into their diets. Right. So, uh, yeah, we've had good interaction on that, and that's great mm-hmm. that she went out there and joined it. And it's free, so it as a reminder, free. get head out there and sign up if you're interested. We 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 have uh, how many steps did we end up with? Thirteen. Thirteen. Well, steps. The, the last step is just kind of a congratulations on on doing the plan, and you know, just some some hints for resources and things. But I'll I'll definitely put the the uh, link. In the show notes, and then we also have a just a, rev- a review on our website of Lyft, just so that I'll link to that too. Okay, yeah. excellent. All right, then we have a couple more updates for this uh, coming up this week, right? Yes, days coming up. We do. Uh, there's now neither one of these is a food day this week. Now, and we don't always do food days, but uh, so Wednesday is uh, Wednesday, and now that date is March 26th, if you're listening to this in the future. But March 26th, which is Wednesday this year, is, <laughs> I love this, make up your own holiday day. So what's what's yours, Vicky? Mine, I would make up, is Women with Guitars Day. And there might be already be a day, day like that, quite honestly. But right. some of my biggest sheroes are guitar players. Sheroes. Like Nancy Wilson, Joan <laughs> Jett. Yep. So. Shiro, I love that, Shiro. <laughs> Not to mention I love... Playing my own guitars. That's right. Well, you're my guitar shiro. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I love I love coming into the house or being downstairs and hearing Vicky's guitar. It's just it's very soothing and it's very and I, I like it because I know that it's making you happy too. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Right, especially when I play. Well, it depends on the mood I'm in, but my classical guitar in particular mm-hmm. is very relaxing. It's very peaceful. It's all it's relaxing to me too. Okay, so now. My holiday is something that happens to me all the time, and I have I have photo evidence of this on multiple occasions now. And <laughs> this you have to you have to consider this. These are selfies that I've had to take of this. I don't think you've ever taken a photo of of this, but all right. So my holiday is. National Cat Butt in Your Face Day. <laughs> and if anybody out there, anyone listening has cats, I'm sure you've had this experience. I, Jake, now Jake is the only one who does it. He's very, very attached to me. But I cannot do anything without him coming and getting in the middle of it, as cats are you know, known for. But he likes to do it backwards. Instead of putting, you know, getting on my chest with his head up next to me and nuzzling, he puts his butt in my face. And I, I do have pictures. I should put a picture in the in the show notes. <laughs> but it's awful. It's just I really don't want to see that side of you, Jake. <laughs> but well, he is so attached to you. He really is. Um, so here's something. Uh, let us know this week. Why don't 
you put on Facebook or maybe send us a voicemail or post a response in the show notes, what would your holiday be? Ah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to post a, I'm going to put a Facebook post out there with that question. Oh, good. Okay. Good. Well, yes, definitely. So if you're listening to this uh, real time, then definitely let us know. And I'd love to hear what some of you guys think that would be an awesome holiday. Okay, so I think we have one other day that we wanted to call out this week, and that was March 30th is Walk in the Park Day. Oh, that's lovely. I, I like know, that. and that's, we enjoy that quite a bit. Larissa is a, a big bird watcher. She loves watching birds, and we enjoy ourselves when we go out to mm-hmm. our local parks. We have some really nice parks out here. So. Right, yeah, we do. And we used to take Molly, but she's gotten to the point where she can't walk that far anymore she's got hip problems and arthritis yeah and we need to take advantage of this time right now because here in south texas in about a month we're going to be up to 100 degrees oh yeah and we're not going to leave the house our days are limited on that at least in the afternoon type walks right all right well i think that does it for our update so are you ready to dive into our main topic i am i am ready to plan 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 okay so as we mentioned today we're going to be sharing seven tips for planning healthy vegetarian meals i don't know if i said seven before i think i said mm, I, I was I think sharing you just some. mentioned yeah i don't think okay, you said well seven. we have seven all right so we've outlined those for you and uh, again this is something larissa and i admit very freely that we struggle with and a lot of people do but as we mentioned in our last podcast where we talked about prepping this can really put you in a good place and we've been doing it right larissa that's what i was going to mention i i gotta say i'm proud of us yes because since we did that podcast um this the last two weekends we have gotten all of our juicing things together things <laughs> like we're juicing rubber bands and <laughs> pencils and no we've gotten all of our fruits and vegetables prepped on sunday Uh, So if whether we went to the farmer's market or we went to Whole Foods and got everything that we needed for the week, then we came home and we chopped and prepped and everything, put it in containers, labeled the containers, you know, five days of juice for Vicky, you know, and then each morning when I make juice before I was having to drag everything out of the refrigerator, chop everything, you know, or wash everything then. And it was taking tons of time. And on the uh, in addition to that, I was making breakfast. and uh, But this time now, I just pull out two bins out of the refrigerator. One has my name, one has Vicky's name. And I just juice, you know, um, and then clean the juicer. And, and that's it. And it takes... 15 minutes to make two two separate juices as opposed to 30 minutes and cooking breakfast. Yeah, and you did that for salads for me for this yes. week as well. Oh, yeah. And that was amazing because how much time did we save in the morning? So a lot of people think, well, this will take me time. And yes, it did take us time on Saturday to do that. But really, how much time did it save us? I mean, it's the same reason I iron my clothes every Sunday for afternoon the for the whole week. So that way I don't have to be doing it every morning every of every day. You right. know, so you're kind of getting it all out of the way. Right. So with the salads, I just made greens. I did Swiss chard, kale, and uh, spinach. And I chopped everything, washed, put it in a big container, the greens. And then in a separate container, I grated carrots. I chopped some uh, cucumbers. I did a couple other things in there. And then we just threw each one together, you know, for each day. Okay, with that, let's go ahead and dive into tip number one for meal planning. 
and that is set time aside to find some recipes. Now, this goes along what we were just saying with the meal prepping is that you also need some time to just sit down and give yourself time to go through some things maybe online or some of the uh, some of the books that you mm-hmm. have around or maybe articles that you've clipped. It's so funny because when we first started this, our site and our podcast, one of the things we kept hearing is people want recipes and people mm-hmm. collect these, right? Yes. I mean, and we do too. It's funny. We have so many of them and then we're like, what do we eat? <laughs> I know. I know. In my Evernote, I've got so many recipes that I have three. I've got a folder for untested, a folder for good, and then a folder for adapted. And I've got, I keep adding ones to my untested recipes and then I just keep using the ones in the good. Yeah. You know, so, but I did read a good tip. I did read in regards to this is during the week, it's helpful to use good recipes that you like regularly and then supplement maybe one to two days a week, depending on your schedule, with a new one. Yeah. Because you don't want to get, you know, you don't want to spend your time um, like every night of the week trying a new recipe that you've never done before and you're not familiar with it. And Oh, you'll get discouraged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Easily. use staple recipes that are good and easy for you and then supplement. Yeah. So some potential sources, although I would venture to, I would confidently say that most people already have a pretty good source, <laughs> but let's just throw some out there. So there's veggie boards. Mm-hmm. That's a good source. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is an excellent yes. source. And we have a Pinterest page out there, if you all um, aren't familiar with it, mm-hmm. that has categories like vegetarian, vegan, juicing, smoothing, right. other beverages. So a lot of things out there for you to check out. Mm-hmm. There's also blogs. Um, one of the tools that I use to kind of aggregate all my blogs together is uh, a site called Feedly. It's F like Frank, E-E, like Edward Edward, D like David, L-Y dot com. And this is great because you can you can pull together all your uh, favorite blogs in one place and kind of see when they're posting new things. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a really good place for me to see all those things streaming rather than having to go to each individual site. Right. I told my team at work about this as well because uh, for, you know, because it doesn't have to be just recipes. It's right. any sort of news categories. Right. And then, and there are other aggregators too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flipboard and there yeah. are other ones too. Oh, Flipboard is a really nice yeah. one because it's a visual. And then Vegetarian Times is one we enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. We get the magazine subscription to that and we also use it online quite often right. as a reference right all right anything else you can think of in the- um oh she glows oh she glows is a great blog yes and i'll link to that um but it's tons of recipes beautiful pictures so i'll be sure to link to that one as okay well. all right so let's move into tip number two make sure your shopping list includes items that you need with your recipes i am famously bad for not and there's nothing that. more discouraging than when you're like Oh, you're just missing one. And of course, it's not something like paprika, you know, it's yeah. got to be something pretty critical to it. Yeah, so. right. And and I've also become really not adept. Not to doubt dog paprika. No, so. right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've also become really adept at uh, substituting other stuff, you know. Um, if I don't have one thing, I'll, and there are lots of good places online. Just type in if you're missing, um, like, uh, I don't know butter beans or something and it's a butter bean you know just type in substitution for and butter beans is a really stupid example but, but that's uh, a good idea yeah you can there but, are sites out there that have substitutions mm-hmm. uh substitutions listed for right, like substitution for buttermilk right you know or and, egg or egg right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so let's move into tip number three. Get a calendar. Right. And who doesn't get like tons of free calendars around the holidays from like your plumber and your, you know, I mean, we still get those. Yeah. So there's no excuse for not having a, a paper calendar or like an app. Okay, so I have to share this cool resource because when I when we were talking in our uh, introduction about today's podcast, I mentioned that there was a couple of cool resources that I had found. There is a site called VeggieMealMaker.com. And it's, there was a really inexpensive, it was like $5 for a paid packet with some menus, recipes, shopping list, and then some bonus guides. But then they also had something called Plan to Eat. It's a Plan to Eat app. So it's a web-based app, but it also they have an app for your mobile phone. And it is one of the coolest meal planners I have seen. Now, I'm still getting used to using it. It is something you have to pay for long term. I think it's like, oh, I don't remember how much it is per month, but it's probably like $40 a year or something mm-hmm. like that. So but that's a, that's still affordable. It's very affordable. If you're going to use well, it. And for what it is. It's amazing. She it showed amazing. it to I me. I was showing her the demo. And so, again, I'm on a 30-day free trial right now, but you can go out to sites and it will pull in recipes that you specify you wanted to pull in for you and create a shopping list for you from that. But it also allows you to drag and drop that recipe into this interactive calendar. So Mm -hmm. you can move it around, you can add it to multiple days. It's really cool. And like I said, the fact that there's a mobile app that comes with it, that's incredible too, because you're out at the store and you're like, you have those, you know how you and I were like, there's a store, maybe we should go. Well, Mm -hmm. I left the list at home, you know? So, and this, you have it right on your phone. Right. Awesome. Now, is um is that plan to eat? Is that part of Veggie Meal Maker? Is that separate? Yeah, no, it's part of it. It is part mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll link to all of that uh, in the show notes, of right. course. All right, and um and don't feel that you have to get creative with every single meal, as Larissa was saying. When you're plugging in using your calendar, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. That's what a lot of people do, as Larissa was saying. If every meal is something that has not been tested, and you're feeling like you're starting from scratch and and you know that's mm-hmm. a, especially when you come home from work and you're yeah. tired you're you don't have do to be a gourmet chef no yeah as larissa said have a few tried and true true recipes like for us we have veggie pizza we have spinach enchiladas right. um and don't forget to have days designated in your calendar for leftovers so don't mm-hmm. feel like every meal has to be something new you can say okay tonight is a leftover particularly mm-hmm. when you make like a veggie pizza we always have leftovers right because mm-hmm. we have a pretty good right. sized pizza that right. we make. So, uh, you know, I could have it for um, for lunch the next right. day. Well, and I purposely make extra too on, on things like casseroles like, or like enchiladas. Mm-hmm. You know, I purposely make it. I make 10. There's mm-hmm. only two of us. Yeah. You know, so I make 10. So we have some that first night when I make them and then you'll take some for, for lunch to work and then I'll have some for lunch um, or we'll have them left over the next night. Yeah, and don't forget about those twofer opportunities. When I, when I say twofer, I mean that, as Larissa just said, if you make a, a good amount of something, let's just say like a, like black beans, mm-hmm. you could use it in a salad one day, but then the next night it could be bean burritos. So make a big enough amount so that you can get a couple of uses out of whatever it is you're making. Right. Okay, so let's move into tip number four, which is plan for theme nights. Now well, that sounds like a party. Yeah, it does. It sounded fun. And I remember when I was at school, in school we used to have like Taco Tuesdays, or mm-hmm. we used to have enchiladas on Friday, which I loved. I went to a Catholic school, so there was no meat on Fridays, and that's what we would get usually on Fridays, that or fish, I yeah. think. It and seems we don't like, eat fish, but... 
I never ate in the cafeteria. I took peanut butter and jelly for 12 years. But um, it seems like I always remember like Fridays being pizza day in yeah. the cafeteria. Yeah. Um, now we have our own theme night. We do on we Wednesdays. Do. Yes. Now we've kind of gotten away from it a little bit recently, but we kind of still keep to it loosely. And what, what we do on Wednesdays, as you've probably heard us talk about, is nacho night. And yes. it's paranormal night. Yes, those are two of my favorite things. <laughs> Par- any show that is paranormal in nature and nachos. Right. Two of my favorite things. Right. Ghosts and nachos. Yep. So, so that sounds fun. And that's an easy way to help you not have to think too hard about dinner. So if you already know Tuesday is taco night, you know, it's mm-hmm. just that's easier than having to. Right. It gives you one less thing to think about. Well, and if you have kids too, that's a good way to get your kids involved. And maybe if you've got. Um, two or three kids let each one of them pick a night you know maybe either weekly or once a month and say okay this is your night what do you want right all right ready to go to tip number five tip number five and i like this one yes cook components of your meals ahead of time this is a huge huge time saver yes and so similar to what we discussed last week about preparing fruits and veggies when you get home from the store try cooking some of your ingredients for your recipes ahead of time so again going to like maybe a vegetable pasta sauce that you Mm -hmm. wanted to make that's that not that's not really going to get stale in your refrigerator for a couple of days so why not make it ahead of time and you're kind of batching your work when you're in the kitchen already. And yes, it takes a little bit of time, but that's right. time you're saving later down the road when you're in a bigger rush. Right now, things like sauces, like pasta sauce, barbecue sauce, if you make that um, using my awesome barbecue sauce recipe that I posted a couple weeks ago. That is the best <laughs> barbecue sauce. Um, but things like that also freeze well. And can I just add something? Saying as a native Texan, that's a big statement. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> um, but yeah, sauces also freeze well. And you can freeze them in individual serving sizes. So you can maybe take it for lunch or something. Or you can save it in like enough for a meal for your family. Um, so that's a good thing. And then the other things that are really, really good to cook ahead of time for the week are rice and uh, beans or even pasta you can even cook some extra pasta and then have it you know reheat it doesn't reheat great but it depends on what you're using it for right mac and cheese good mac and cheese yeah Yeah, that would be good okay you ready to go to step number six i don't know can i handle it i think so okay be careful about buying too much and not storing it in easy to find containers that should have been our number one (laughs) it should have been we that is yeah we and we'll say when did we buy this and there's only two of us Mm -hmm. and this refrigerator is is i mean it's a good size refrigerator yeah but but it doesn't go like into narnia or anything so it's not like yeah and the thing is is that I think that you don't want to, you want to be careful about not storing it in somewhere that's easy to find mm-hmm. and that, <clears throat> that we're not going to have it labeled, you know. And one yeah. of the things we do pretty well is we use like tape mm-hmm. on some of our containers right. to label what the date and what it is. Just masking tape and, a, and yeah. a marker. Yeah. And that is a big help because, you know, we use a lot of refried beans and we'll find refried beans in there, but there's no label on them and they're in a, a not in a see-through container. So we don't know how long they've been in there and, you know, they things get lost. And then see-through containers, that's the other thing. Recently, we've decided, we've started getting rid of all of our plastic 
Um, and we've done a really good job. I'd say we've gotten rid of about, what, 90% of it, mm-hmm. 90, 95%. Yeah. And are switching well and for several reasons because as we've talked about before the plastic is just not good the chemicals will leach into your food especially if you're reheating in plastic you should never reheat in plastic um but also because a lot of the plastic that we had was not see-through and so we had no idea what was in there so we have all of these you know colored solid containers in our refrigerator and you have to go through every single one to find out what's in it. So we started using the glass uh, clear containers, either Pyrex or Rubbermaid um, makes good ones. And I've started, I've ordered three sets so far and we're, as we get more sets, we're throwing out the plastic or recycling the plastic and they come in different sizes, different shapes. So there's no, I mean, there's really no excuse. They stack in your, in your cabinet. So it's really nice. And they, you can stick them in the oven, stick them in the microwave. So, yeah. Okay. So are you ready for the last tip? Tip number seven. And this is probably my favorite. Okay. Make it fun. It's like with so, confetti. Yes. Well, you could do cool. that, I guess, but you know, you can make this a chore, like anything else, or you can make it fun. And mm-hmm. I think it's important, especially if you have, like Larissa was saying, if you have kids, make them feel part of it. Because mm-hmm. especially if they get to pick a night where they have their favorite meal, that would be really cool. Like, mm-hmm. say, Monday night is your son's night. Tuesday night is your daughter's pick. Wednesday right. night. So that would be kind of fun, because then they know that was their right. their day, and that would get invo- get them involved in planning. And you know what? This just made me think of something. Our friend Tamara... Tamara Bailey um, has something that she does with her daughters. She and her husband have three daughters and they make something called monster toast. Do you remember her talking about this on Facebook? And she mentioned something one day about making monster toast for breakfast. And I, and she didn't post a picture or anything. I said, Tamara, I said, what is monster toast? And so basically she said she takes toast, you know, in the morning and she cuts like teeth out of it. And then they use, they get to decorate it with like raisins and bananas for eyes and, and fangs and all kinds of, and they make monsters out of their toast. And I thought, how easy and how fun is that? Yeah. You know, and you could do that with waffles or pancakes or, you know, and you could surprise your kids or let them or give them some little bowls of, of fruit and let them decorate it themselves. And I mean, there's so many ideas like that that are just fun. Yeah. I want monster toast. Okay. So those are the seven tips uh, for helping you with planning your meals. So let's just recap here. Tip number one is set aside set aside some time to find some recipes. Mm -hmm. Tip number two is make sure your shopping list includes the things you need for those recipes. Tip number three, get a calendar. Tip number four, plan for theme nights. Tip number five, cook components of your meals ahead of time. Tip number six is be careful about buying too much and not storing it in easy to find containers. And tip number seven is make meal planning fun. I feel like I'm married to David Letterman. (laughs) The top (laughs) 10, the top seven. Okay, so let's move into the recipe of the week then. Okay, now this is something that we talked about a little bit before. And uh, I make spinach enchiladas. And I used to make them just cheese or I, I don't think I ever really put ground beef in them when we were eating meat. But no, because you don't really like it. No, no. You didn't when we were eating meat. Mm-mm. But once we started uh, eating more vegetables, I started putting spinach in them. 
and it's super easy to do. I'll I'll put a how to a recipe on the website. Um, but it's basically just chopping fresh spinach. You don't cook the spinach or anything. Just take some fresh spinach, chop it, and then put it in the center of your enchiladas with, with however you make them. You can also add other vegetables if you want to add zucchini. Um, zucchini I would cook first, you know, just kind of saute it a little bit. You can do zucchini, onions, you can do mushrooms. You can add anything to those. And then um, I always make extra. And those, I wouldn't freeze them, but, um, you know, make extra and you can have them throughout the week. Yes, and that's one of my favorite things to take for lunch, too. Yeah. Yeah. Reheated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And finally, let's move into our quote of the week. I'm going to let you share this because this was beautiful. I love this quote that you came up with, that you found. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I didn't write it. <laughs> um, all right. So this is by uh, a French author by the name of Charles Pierre Monsalet. Um, now, he was 1825 to 1888. So this is, well, I guess two centuries ago now. It's kind of scary, right? <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, anyway, wh- what he says is, enchant, stay beautiful and graceful, but do this, eat well. Bring the same consideration to the preparation of your food as you devote to your appearance. Let your dinner be a poem like your dress. That is awesome. They Isn't gave me chills cool? the first time I read it. I mean, it's beautiful. And even when I was telling you about why I iron my shirts on Sunday, I don't think about it. I just do mm-hmm. it. I pull out the ironing board. Yeah, I'm there for a good, you know, half hour mm-hmm. ironing, ironing five shirts for the week. But it saves me time. And right. I really have not been bringing that same mindset to our meals. Right. And I think that reflects, you know, it reflects both in your dress when you're mm-hmm. like scrambling out the door and wearing a wrinkled shirt if you're not prepping. But it's the same thing with meals. You, mm-hmm. you, you're you putting food into your body that's, you know, you're thinking of at the last minute and it's not necessarily nutritional, nutritionally right. healthy for you. Right. Well, and I, I did come up with two quotes this week. Um, can I share the other one? Go for it. Just because it's kind of related sure. to that. And it's really quick. It's really quick. Uh, it says, make food simple and let things taste of what they are. And that is Kernonsky, another French writer. And, Sounds um, like you wouldn't approve of my Tabasco all over everything. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't approve of that either. But <laughs> um, that's why I always make Vicky take whenever I make something new. I always make her take a bite first to actually taste what it tastes like before she drowns it in Tabasco. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, it's something I, hot. yeah. But I thought those were really um, kind of relevant to what we're talking about here today. Okay, so that brings us to the end of our episode today. No. I know. But here's what we're going to ask you to do. Try to incorporate at least one of these seven steps into your week. And we intentionally made them very simple mm-hmm. so that you could easily incorporate and just pick one if that if that works. Right. So, for example, just go out and buy a calendar and have the kids maybe plug in a day that for them uh, mm-hmm. as regarding with respect to uh, a meal that they right. like, that they right. want to plan for. Uh, so see if you you can try that for this week and let us know how that goes for you. Right. And and you don't have to do all seven. You don't have to jump in, you know, with both feet and and no safety net and just do all seven. And because the likelihood of, you know, doing all of that and being successful and then wanting to continue is it's hard when you're working and when you've got other stuff to do. So yeah. and just, if you happen to f- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, just try one or two. Yeah, I was going to say, and if you happen to go out there and try that uh, meal planner that I had mentioned, let me know what you think. That would be great. I'm like I said, we're still using it. I have about 
25 days left on it, I think. And we haven't really used it for a full week's worth of planning, but we do plan to do that this weekend. So I'll be happy to report back on how that worked for us. But if you try it yourself, feel free to leave us a message or, or shooting us, shoot us an email letting us know mm-hmm. how that worked, worked out for you. Yes, we'd love to hear. All right, so please make sure you stop by the show notes for this episode and leave us a comment. You'll also find links to the re- resources that we discussed throughout this this podcast episode. And as we mentioned, please feel free to leave us a voicemail about anything, whether it's a comment on the show or any general feedback on how we can improve it because our number one goal is to make this valuable for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for letting us come into your earbuds today and make sure if you found any value in this podcast to head out to iTunes and leave us a rating. Thank you so much. Talk to you next time. All right, bye. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.